What on earth is that? It's a journey in the comics network production! All aboard! I brought my pencil! What do you wanna do in your life? Walk on home, boy! Good afternoon and welcome to another exciting episode of Rank 'em All Between the Bear to Me Edition. Episode four, it's the big one. They've all been big, but this one is really a turning point. Today, we rank colors. I'm so excited. Got the whole crew with me today. We got Dr. Dongo. Hey. Hi. Hi. How's it going? It's going good. It is. Tell me your favorite uh, Mitch Hedberg (laughs) one-liner. Oh, boy. I just read a bunch of them. That's why I'm asking. Uh, <laughs> no. uh, it's got it's to be the, uh, if I had a nickel for every time I said, for every time I heard that, that'd be a really weird way to make money. <laughs> That's a pretty good one. Mine's the drug one. <laughs> I used to do drugs. I still do, but I used to, too. <laughs> Brett Maxwell. Hello. How's it going? Good. Great. I'm stuffed. Dude, me too. You made a pretty good breakfast. Yes. Thank you. What was in it? Uh, it was a sweet potato, red bell peppers, um, black beans, cook all that shit up together. Um, then you can fry some eggs with it mm. and then put some cilantro on top and it was bomb. My tasty, just a little bit of, um, used cumin, chili powder and salt to mm. season. Bomb.com. And it was tasty. I just shoved all that shit on top of the eggs. Yeah. And you should, the, the recipe is mm. like, oh, play this, the egg on top for like presentation and all that stuff. Well. Mm-hmm. But I just kind of threw it on the side because I didn't know if everyone wanted it. The fun thing about breakfast right food is it, it, you can just smush it all together. Right. It's, I'm, usually. Re- I'm usually really weird about my food touching. Really? I don't like my food touching. Interesting. There are two occasions I will let my food touch when it's breakfast food and Thanksgiving. Absolutely fair. Both occasions. Steak yeah. and potatoes? Yeah. Well, okay, that's a little different because that's a dish that goes together. But, like, if I have, like, mashed potatoes, I don't want it, like, pouring over onto my steak. I want to eat a bite of my steak and taste my steak, and then I want to take a bite of my potatoes and taste my steak. I usually scoop up the potatoes and then stab the steak, and that's boom. Chris, I think I made fun of you for some not made fun of you, but I was like, did you just mix all of that together with something? You're like, yeah, it's fucking delicious. I can't remember what it was. Oh, biscuits and gravy. You put something else on it, though. No, I put I the egg. I'll take my biscuits and gravy eggs. with over easy eggs, throw it on the top, see, smash okay it all together. Too. That'd be okay Dude, with too. bomb. Finger yeah, something like, else disgusting Chris makes together. <laughs> not, maybe. I mean, there's, there's a good chance of that. Uh, Zach, what are your preferences? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, no, I like food. it all. That's a great answer. <laughs> like, as far as breakfast food, I, I would just mash it all together. Biscuits and gravy with eggs, mm. with chicken, with, with I mean... Yeah, all, all of it. Chicken is not included in breakfast nearly enough, I don't think. No. no. It's underappreciated. Yeah. For sure. Why? Chicken and waffles? Dog. Dog. Mm. Chicken and waffles. That should like, be the next breakfast, actually. I, like I, I vote for chicken and waffles. We have been brunching pretty hard before these mm-hmm. podcasts. Gets us in the mood. Mixing mm. that with our mimosas. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cheers, guys. Yep. Everyone? M- mimosa toast? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Bye-bye. Mimosas? To the boys. Oh, yeah. To finally uh, getting to the album that everyone oh, really yeah. wanted to do. Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, we didn't introduce him, but Chris is also here. Oh, yeah, exactly. brother. Yeah. Um, we just got kind of on a 
Breakfast tangent. Breakfast tangent. Well, is- that's that's one thing I think we have an advantage over over the other party, uh, the other project going on, mm-hmm. is we can actually get together. <laughs> Yes. and hang out yeah. and have a good have a good old time. We've been here for what? Brett's been here for about three hours. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. just hanging out. Um so yes, episode four, Colors by Between the Barrett and Me, released September eighteenth, two thousand seven through Victory. Um I don't even know where to start with this. It's just fucking amazing. This is um uh this is probably my favorite probably my favorite album by them. Um Let's see what else we got here. There's a live DVD of it. That's what made me fall in love with them as a band. I picked up the DVD on a recommendation from Mr. Cody Clem, who wanted to be here with us, but um, he's not. I figure six people is probably just entirely too many. (laughs) Um, Let's see. The band describes the album as adult contemporary progressive death metal. We just saw another funny one where they described it as new wave polka grunge. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's, um, accurate? I mean, that's their description. Yeah. That is their uh, description. The year it came out, Ultimate Guitar named it Best Album of the Year. Um, it debuted at 57 on the Billboard 200, their first album um, to reach uh, the top 100. Uh, another uh, little fun tidbit, Mike Portnoy of Dream Theater. That was his favorite album of the year. Really? So, nice. It's kind of cool. Um Oh, it makes mention of the 10-year anniversary tour they did with the contortionist Polyphia and Tooth Grinder. Several God, of us such went to that. A good oh, yeah. I had to go all sure. the way to Cleveland with Mr. Yep. Cody Clem. We yep. drove all the way to Cleveland for that show. Oh, damn. It was a blast. So, I think we, uh, yeah, I think we're, uh, ready to rock and roll. A fun thing, so it's called Colors. Um, I read something, where is it? They did some promotion where each song was given a color. Whoa. So is that yeah. what the the streaks are across the? Streaks, the yeah. That would make apparently. sense. That would stand yeah. reason for each song or whatever. Um, so that's kind of cool. Uh, so with that being said, um, I start with track number one, "Foam Born," the back track. Mm. This is technically, it, it feels like just like an intro. Sounds kind of like a song. I mean, it, it really covers. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, it could be standalone. Maybe even at two, yeah. what, I'm looking at two minutes, 13 seconds yep. for most popular songs on the radio and everything else. We're between two and three minutes. So it's in the ballpark. So yeah. it's, it's lengthwise by standard uh, uh, measurement. That would be a, a, a full song. And I mean, it does feel like it, but it does. It is still that intro that really just brings you into the album. It, oh, for sure. Definitely, I feel like it does a good job of really letting you know what you're getting into. The piano intro. Oh, yeah. oh absolutely. Um, when everybody comes in, you know, the vocals, he does a nice pretty thing with his vocals and, and the, the drums are kicking up. Yeah. And all just kind of flourishes out. That's when I imagine like you're looking at the album and it's got the it's got the lines of color and then they all break off separately. That is the point. And like right when that kicks in, it's like that's when it all spreads out. Like here we go. I like that. We're beginning the journey. Because it really um, does, it really does start off with that lightness and then just really picks up through the entire thing. And it, yeah, you go you you seriously get a little touch a little touch of of, of all their different styles. He has clean vocals. He's got mean vocals. <laughs> he's got um, we got pretty guitars. We got fucking blistering guitars. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a fire ass piano intro. It blasts right. So this is so. Uh, I love it when they have titles that just look weird. So the song's called "Foam Born," and then. In parentheses, A, the backtrack. 
The second track is called B, The Decade of Statues. And I only bring that up now to the transition to get to the Yes. Music. It yeah. is one of the best transitions. You don't know what happens. I would say no. impeccable. Yeah. Which is something that, that another reason um, another reason I really, really like this album is that it kind of just feels like one long track. It, it, uh, to me, it really. is. Oh, yeah. There's no, to me, it is. Like, yeah. once you know, like, when the new tracks start, you can point out, like, yeah, that, that transition seems clear. But you can listen through it, and if you don't know it, you're like, it's not, we haven't stopped. We're, we t- we're 50 minutes in and it hasn't stopped yet. Like, oh, it's going to keep going. I think we talked about episode two with my uh, playback problems, or was that episode one even? Um, where, like, it had that pause in between the songs. Like, oh, I can fix this real quick on my Spotify. And it was just pausing in between each one, and it was ruining the experience for me because. Weren't you saying that was for like the remaster? I thought it was, but it was just one of my settings. Yeah, I thought the remaster was fucked up like that. Like, why would they do that? Like, it's supposed to be one thing. Why would there be pauses? Mm -hmm. And it was just my stupid Spotify settings. We fixed it though. We did. Um, Let's see here. Uh, I really like the line the drive to complete ourselves has become a blurry vision, always wanting more. Bettering ourselves through selfish minds, it started to overflow. A current that creates this undertow, swimming beneath it all. Bump, 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 bump. That's bump. my favorite. The swimming beneath it all. And then we're in. Um, I really like this song. I am going to give it an 8 5. 8 5. Um, because um, it's, it's in this weird position that we've joked like. Once you start colors, you pretty much just listen to all of it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I think if it were to be separated, then I don't I don't know if I would, it'd be one that I'd go to all the time. So, still love it. I just, I knew I was about to sprinkle the shit out of this album with tens. <laughs> and it would be, <laughs> if there was one that maybe, maybe didn't need a 10, I'm going to give it to Foamborn. Uh, Brett, what do you think? I was actually sitting at 8.5 as well. Oh my goodness. Um... Just because, you know, as much as it feels like an intro to the album, and yeah, it's like, I'm not going to go pick to listen to the intro to one of my favorite albums and then not listen to the coinciding songs. So am I going to be like, huh, I want to listen to Phone Born A. Like, no, I'm just, I'm going to listen to the whole thing. Yes, I'm going to so, listen to Colors. And I'm yeah. really going to like this, fo- this song, but it's, yeah, definitely wouldn't be one I'm like, I need to listen to this as a standalone song because then I'm going to be like, I'm going to the whole fucking album yeah, now. Yeah, absolutely. Right. I'm going to, if I hear this song <laughs> first, I, I, I can't what not kind of listen monster, to it. What kind of monster hears the intro to Decade of Statues and turns it? <laughs> like, yeah. There's right. no way you're just the worst kind. The worst kind of monster. The worst kind. All right, Zach, what do you get? What do you get? Foam born. Uh, I was thinking like a solid nine. Nine. Honestly, um, just because, okay, so yes, it's just the intro. Yeah, it's only two minutes long, but there's, such a variation, and then it leading into the banger of a next song. It, yeah, yeah, no, absolute just, banger. Yeah, no, it's definitely at at least a nine. All right, I like that, Dick. So, um, speaking on the album as a whole, I think well, for one, there's not a song on this album that doesn't get that gets lower than an eight for me. That's my baseline for this album is eight. That's that's well deserved, I think. <clears throat> Second, yeah, I feel like. <clears throat> When they began writing this album, they took a good hard look at Selkie's The Endless Obsession and was like, This is our baseline. Yeah. This is this is this is the standard now. We need to make an album that's either this or way better. Something I pointed out to is either Chris or Brett. Um so Alaska was the first one that had the lineup that we know. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and before they did Colors, they did The Anatomy Of, um, which is a covers album. That's why we kind of skipped it here. We're going to return to it um, for our finale. Okay. For for the listeners. Yep. Um, but um, so they so they did Alaska. That was their first outing all together. And then I thought it was cool. So they go and they do this covers album that has – it's just a wild influence of different bands. Uh, um yeah. Uh, I, I don't even remember all the different bands they covered. So we've got Metallica, Motley Crue, Soundgarden, Queen, King Crimson, Pink Floyd, Smashing Pumpkins, Earth Crisis, Sepultura, Fine Melon, Faith No More, Depeche Mode, Pantera, and Counting Crows. Jeez. What? Yeah. That's quite what? a variety. Yeah. It's, it's an great. insane. It's, it's a little bit of everything. Um, it covers, it says it's all their favorite bands and musical inspirations. So... It was super cool to me that you know they they decided yeah we're we going to be in a band together. We got these songs that I don't know for sure you know it definitely Alaska still has tons of influence from the former members. Um, it was cool that they're like well let's 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 talk about our favorite bands about our favorite influences and, and where we want to go as a band. And then they make colors and it's like uh, yeah you threw it all at the wall yeah <laughs> and that's what you got. Um, so. Yeah, yeah, it's just uh, it's, it's it's a complete ride. Um, Dick, what did you uh, what did you end up thinking score wise? I'm gonna give it an eight. Gonna give it the eight. Gonna give it the baseline. Yep. Chris, eight point seven five. Okay. Okay. Oh. 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 Okay. Now, decade of statues. Mm. So we're in now. Um, become blistering in. I'll just keep waiting. You'll just keep waiting. Just it's just heavy as fuck. Obsession. Yep. Um, <laughs> the only <laughs> note I put for it is comes in hard as fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's about yeah. what you need. Yeah, um, it's it's uh, it's just such a banger. Um, yeah, someone else can can take the reins on this if they'd it's, like. It's easily the heaviest song on the album. Yes, I would agree with that. Yeah, like when Easily. it comes to like their more hardcore influences. Yes, yeah. this is the more sludgy. Just like this is, I definitely get that Dan like chicken neck going on. Yeah, like we thought, like dusty, dusty. Sorry. If there's a song on this album that's that could be placed on any of the previous albums, it's probably this one. I would agree with that. And it, yeah. would, and it yeah. would be a Selkie's level song. Ah, uh, mm. on the previous, it is albums. wonderful. This yeah. is where you hear the the uh, it's a must these days for the colors are fading. Probably. I knew you'd come probably, around. Probably. <laughs> That's when you know you're in there. You're like, oh, they said it. They, they, they said the album title. <laughs> there it is. A little more exciting than when he yells Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit more. Um, the waves have pushed me to where I need to. We need to be constant rushing. The flyby with no remembrance. Constant rushing. Block out the rush hour. Block out the tired herds. See, that's what that's what I was about to say. Like that's my favorite mm-hmm. section. Yeah. Um, Only the sounds of what my mind wants to hear. Block out the rush hour. Block out the tired herds. Take it to statues. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. People just know it's it's a, a nice commentary on people just uh, just floating so can, yeah. right. Right. by. Yep. The fly, the fly by. With, yep. The fly by with no remembrance. I do like uh, the little bit of trivia, like when I started getting into BT Van that you told me about, the line that this block happens every year. I was talking about like how he was writing the song, and like every time he's writing an album, he gets writer's block. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so this block happens every time. He's like, I was so stuck at this part that 
they incorporated it into his lyrics. And you, this buck happens every year, every and year. you are all the reason. They'll get into that later on. Um, White Walls is, is covers it mm-hmm. quite a bit. Yeah, of uh, just um, trying to not subvert expectations, but not give a fuck about expectations. Like because at this point in their career, um, I, I've seen it in lots of different forums and groups that. Um, Alaska and Colors is where tons of fans dropped off because yeah, they were yeah. more hardcore. Yeah. They liked the grungy shit. Um, and and Tommy brings it up multiple times. He's like, we are doing what we want and we don't give a fuck. If, yeah. if you want to stick with us, stick with us. If, yeah. if, we're, if, if, if you want us to just keep doing the same shit we did, we're yeah. not going to do that. We're going to do whatever the fuck we exactly. want. It's one of those like... Like me or hate me, we don't care. I understand making music for the fans, but also you got to do it for yourself as an artist. You have to create what you want to create, not yeah, create what exactly. other people you want can't to just, hear. Obviously, you know? there's a little bit of give and take as far as that goes. You know, it's, it's a relationship like any other kind. But the, and still, I, you are doing what you want to because this is your music at the end of the day. An aggressive need for a hostile voice is creeping away. Yeah. So he doesn't need to be as... He doesn't, he need, doesn't need to scream do. all the time. Yep. Like, I'm going to sing stuff, and I don't give a fuck if you like it. Yep. Um, all that being said, does anyone else have anything they want to add before we rank? Nope. I'm good. Um, believe it or not, I give this one a 10. Surprise. Surprise, surprise. It's just, it's fucking, it's, it's so good beginning to end. Mm-hmm. And, but we're going to say this every single time, and then right at the end of the song, pops perfectly into yep. the third song. Boom. <clears throat> Yeah. So, uh, Chris, we'll start with you. Ten. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, Excellent. easy. Dick. This song is great. It didn't quite register as high as the other ones for me, though. So I'm going to okay. give it an 8.3. 8.3. That's still Ooh. very respectable. That. I give it a 9.75. Okay, so it's up there. Definitely. It's definitely tickling you, right? Oh, oh, it's tickling me. Um... <laughs> Could you kill? Yeah, it, this it, you asked me the other day, like if I had my ratings yeah. ready to go, and I was like, no. Nope. <laughs> I mean, I do. Like, I don't. I just got to kind of think about it. Yeah. I like during the discussion. I think this one's gonna go with a nine point three. Nine point three. It's pretty good. We we definitely discussed that when colors was gonna be the one where we have to. Start this one's a banger, hard, but I don't think like... I, I don't think I could two step to this one. You know, uh, no, I think, you don't think so. I don't um, think I can two step. Oh, I'll, I'll show you exactly where you can two step. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, um, let me prove you wrong. Dun, dun, dun. Where are we? <laughs> oh. oh my god, why can't I remember it? Oh my gosh, it's definitely in here. The fine line we don't remember as constant rushing. Boom. Dun, dun, dun. Walking in my own movie. Yep. Dude, I can start two-stepping to that shit. (laughs) Easy. I'll show you. Not right now. (laughs) All right. uh, (laughs) Okay, so moving on. Song number three, Informal Gluttony. Or as Uh, I put it earlier. (laughs) No, I'm not doing it. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) I did it in the goofy voice earlier. (laughs) Do it. Uh, Do it. Peer pressure. Peer pressure. I don't think I could do it. I don't think I could do it. Give me a little bit. I'll catch you guys off guard with it. <laughs> there's, no, there's not as much pressure. Um, song number three, Informal Gluttony, uh, comes in screaming about rebuilding, rebuilding, rebuilding. Cannot close our eyes. Um, lots of trash talk. 
And I'm not talking about like mean stuff. I'm thinking like talking about trash, <laughs> trash bag, trash hat, wrinkle, wrinkle free clients of doom. Um, this is an interesting one. Um, it comes in. I'm going to use is Egyptian. Yeah. Well, then you got the drums that are coming in like super tribal. Yeah. I would I would say like more of like an Aladdin than yeah, Middle Eastern. It's Middle Eastern for sure. Like you're going on a carpet ride kind of deal. I like that better. I like how we got there together. Aladdin, Middle East. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, yes. I love that. The, I love the, the buildup in this mm-hmm. one. Because this, so after, um, Decade of Statues, it's, it's a lot of just well, fucking you got, going. You got, the, yeah. you got the tribal pounding and then the, like the, whatever right. those are, those little chants. It's the rebuild. <gasps> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. They're <laughs> actually saying something. Like yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, the incredible song is great out. too. And then it just goes right into just slapping you in the fucking face. <laughs> The all-you-can-eat trumpet playing the tunes of our death. The preacher's I, talent is going through the airwaves. My favorite Need lines, to be led in the right direction. My favorite line is definitely right after their, the tribal part with the rebuild. The construction paper traffic, corner office destruction. The cityscape burns brighter by the hour. Clock tower, bring us, bring us all, bring us all, bring us all down. Marching like ants to the foundation of a higher form. Yep. Trash capped and smothered <laughs> trash so what you're saying is your favorite part's the whole first <laughs> it's just I the mean, first, the first four minutes. Yeah. it's, like it's the just first... the first three or four it's, it's like the first I mean, half of the song and then is it gets really into the next good. part which i also like a whole hell of a lot mm-hmm. and then yeah. it finishes off with parts i really fucking like um yeah <laughs> <laughs> we joked that this is how the whole album was gonna go yeah. like, so then this next song is like really fucking awesome i love it i'm giving it a 10 what about you <laughs> That's why I'm trying to, like, I ended with the 9.3 on the last one, because I'm like, I gotta, gotta give it something. Um, anybody, anybody else have anything about uh, number three? <clears throat> I love how this, is, this was really kind of like, they finally got weird mm-hmm. with yeah. a oh, song. Yeah. Oh, I started oh, yeah. getting into it, and then I got distracted. So you're kicking, you're kicking ass through Decade of Statue, mostly just pushing, 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 and then beginning of Informal takes you all the way back down. Building up with the tribal. Yeah. Even when the guitars kick back in, it's got that Middle Eastern feel. Yeah. Then you slide back into like fast drums. Yeah. Um, but then it takes you down with the chorus, which is awesome. The chorus is great. It's a yeah. Really oh, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. there's really clean vocals in it, too. I mean, oh, super the transition crisp. in it, all of it, where it's just like, oh, man. Yeah. It's How got a good, it's get a good on up and down it. wave on this one. Um, I really like it. Who wants to uh, Who wants to rank this one for me first? Ten. Chris is not fucking around, or maybe he is fucking around. I don't know how to view it. Um, all right. Uh, oh, that's me. That's. I mean, you might as well just put your ten there, anyway. Uh, I don't know if I have a ten for this. Oh. One. Brett, what oh. do you think? I'm gonna give this one a nine point eight. Ooh, it's it so is. different. This yeah. one, this is this is is, is much different than the other songs. This is what I like about it so much, though, is how different it is. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, they like, got weird. They got man. weird with this one. It was the first one they did like a real experimental sound, like with the tribal drums, with the weird guitars, with everything like that. So it wasn't the BT band we had heard before. This right. is when it was finally like. I remember the first time I listened to the album. This was the song where I finally went like, "Oh, what is that?" Yeah. Like, okay, this band's brutal because I heard you know Fome, <laughs> all right, intro. Then I heard um, Decade of Statues. I'm like. Oh yeah, just getting <laughs> down. And then they hit me with informal gluttony. I'm like, 
Oh, oh, yeah. Not, yeah. Not, oh, <laughs> oh, hello. So, yeah. Hello. So it, uh, you think you're getting a feel for what they're doing, and you're like, there's no way. I'm, this is going to change <laughs> yeah. every few minutes. Yeah. It's just, just a roller coaster of emotion. Yep. I think I think probably my first like 20 listens through this album, I didn't know any of the song titles because I didn't look, and I just kept listening to it all right. the way through. And the next thing I know, I'm hearing that opening piano key, and I was like, what the? It's over? Yep. Oh, my right. God. Right. I need to yep. do it again. I mean, hell, I, I said that the other day. We were listening to it. And I was like, oh, it's yeah, over? I and like twice yeah. in a row. Yeah. Like, I was doing dishes. It finished. And it was like, what should we listen to next? I'm like, colors. <laughs> so we put it on. Just toss it back on. Yep. <laughs> Redo. All right, Zach, what do you think? Informal gluttony. I said it's all 9.5. 9.5. Really appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I, I can't complain. It's good. Man. It's good. I'm with Zach on this one. 9.5. 9.5. Dick is. Wow. Dick really liked this one. I like, yes. <laughs> um, I gave this a 9.25. Oh. Um, well, we'll knock that up to 9.3. We'll be, we'll be nice. <laughs> we'll be nice. Um, uh, so then, um, <laughs> this is, this is the last train stop. If you're getting off, you could maybe get off right here. Cause it goes back down at the end of the song. Yep, and then and then it just whips right hips. the fuck back up into yeah. Son of Nothing. And there's no uh, the stopping. drum roll. And then like and we're in. Brutal on the vocals right there. Then you so then you've got Son Son of Nothing, Answer the Sky. It took me forever to realize when the song switched because they yeah. are sometimes they, they just go, forget. Yeah, it's just seamless. It's just so fast. Like, he even like doesn't stop screaming, I'll think, between no. the transitions. Like he just it, goes. It's, it's from one line to the next is the new song. He just um, bangs it out, dude. I know exactly how it transitions. It's the yeah. the riff. Um there is a riff that he plays that they play at the end of Son of Nothing and at White Walls right before the breakdown. Yep. I'm not gonna try to mouth it. But I did think there was going to be a lot of squigglies, like <laughs> just like I can try, like I can try. Okay, so at the very end of Son of Nothing, it goes something like four minutes to the end, and then in White Walls, does it again? It goes there. We go. See? Yep. 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 I think I'm going to do it. Little noodle. Oh, I'm doing it. I'm going to do it. Um. So. Okay, so once you get once you get rocking into uh, Son of Nothing, it's nonstop for about twenty five minutes. It just keeps on going until you oh, get yeah. to until you get to prequel, which kind of feels you're like, okay, okay. But also, I mean, even that first opening riff of prequel kind of feels mm-hmm. like you're just you're still, still there, plowing along, yeah. um, just trucking along. So Son of Nothing, um, this this is a really it. good one. Mm-hmm. Did you want to take this one away? Yeah, start off? It, it, I, I love the lyrics. I love how it's about like. It's about a character who's just sick of his everyday life. Yep. You know, it's, he's sick of his routine. Uh, and then and then the people kind of shun him for it or shame him for it. The people in his life, they call him a spaceman. Yeah, and, that's what they say I am. Yeah. And yeah. I, I just love all those weird ways that he keeps saying spaceman is what they say <laughs> I am. Like this, So many times. This, yeah, but this, this song has so many <sighs> different... Like movements, yes, yeah, mm. absolutely. Yes. That's what I love about this whole album is a Layers. lot of these songs have movements, like not just movie. verses, not just choruses and yep. verses. The this this album is a lot more structured, whereas before there was a lot of chaos for the sake of chaos in terms of the, in the song structures. But 
there's a lot better structure in this. They wrote um, songs in the past to be badass. Yeah, yeah they wrote these like, songs to tell a fucking story. Oh, it's yeah. Well, yeah. Just, the, just that whole jungle feel to the start of the song. How they kind of make you feel like you're in like a, the fucking jungle running through. Mm-hmm. It's like, ooh, it gets you ready. It's like, ooh, get ready, guys. Yeah, and get and get fucking ready. Some run through the jungle feels. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I definitely really like Some Nothing because, like you said, it is like it is the beginning of like where it just really goes for the rest of the album. Oh, yeah. You I would get say, one more little pause and then. I would say walls. the climax or close to the apex of the album. And then. No, the apex, that, that'd the be White Walls for sure. Right, right. Um, this, this is definitely a. Um, a high point where I feel like it kind of plateaus for a second. And then yes. It, and then yeah. end, and, that end riff. It plateaus. Like, yeah. Man, we are fucking well, rocking right now. It, it, <laughs> like, you finally think you're going to get a break, and then it climbs up a little higher, and then White Walls yep. just drops oh, you yeah. down. Yep. Um, Maybe all the complaining is an occurrence of boredom. Holy shit, my oh. dude. Absolutely. Yep. I was so fucking bored. Like, I'm just going to fucking complain about everything. That's how people are. It is exactly yeah. how people are. I just I love the whole floating towards the sun part. Yep, like it's just so, so calm, pretty, yeah. pretty oh, yeah. and you can't help but just sing along. Yep. And then I am I have become the son of nothing. Like wait, I think that's before. But yeah, I did love. I did laugh. I did live. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> live, laugh, love, motherfucker. Okay, this is my the end of the the end of the song is my favorite lyrically because I can't believe that's where this is where it's come to. I never really had it all that bad. I just looked around and never thought about the blank stares. They were looking into something much worse than what I thought I was. Selfishness is a very sticky quality of this species. Looking around, I don't see any faces. Yes, I'm lonely. It's to be expected. Yeah. Yeah. Going back to the decade of statues, like, just thinking, like, it's like, man, like, I thought I was just looking into fucking blank vessels the whole time. It's like, no, they were looking back into me thinking I was a blank. Like, we're all doing it, you know? Right. <clears throat> banger absolute banger and it's uh yeah this one's i think 12 or 13 minutes of just it it's a roller coaster the, transi- the transitions yes. are beautiful mm-hmm. between they're not tra- like not going from something super super heavy transition into something heavy like really cool transitions into soft parts and they did that uh, this song has it two or three times yeah. Where they're kicking a lot of ass, have a really cool transition, down. and then they slow it back down just mm-hmm. to build it back up. It's like a, it's like a quick second, like, hey, regain yourself real quick. Yes, yeah. You, you need this for a second. Here's your pause. Now, here we go. Um, <laughs> the riff. Yep, that's funny. <laughs> I just wrote in my <laughs> in my notes the riff, referring to the one at the very end. I like it was at the end, but I knew I was going to bring it up early on. <laughs> um, this one has the circus transition that I really, really like. Not the bar scene transition, oh. which is, I know, a favorite of everybody's. Um, I couldn't help myself. I gave Son of Nothing a 10. Uh, Chris? Yeah, that is also a 10. Come on, my dude. All right. You got the turkey. You can't be turkey mad at him for really liking an album. <laughs> no. dude, dude, this is by I mean, far my absolute favorite album. It is. It's fucking Just amazing. Just hands down. Like, I... It is the one that no matter what, I would choose to listen to this album over any of them. It gets regular uh, I, I, at least once a week. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> More so lately now because we're doing this, but yeah. I would usually put it on at least once a week. I think I at least listen to it like twice a day all the way up until now. Yeah, I've been listening to it pretty hard. Yeah. But I, it just never gets old to me. I love this album. All right. Uh, Zach, what do you think? 10. 
Oh, wow. no question. No, nothing else needs to be said. Nope. Brett. Hell yeah, brother. I am going to give this one a 10. Oh my goodness. We can't leave it up to Dick. <laughs> This gets a ten. Oh man! Oh, <laughs> the first a ten. Perfect, perfect score. Is it? Is that the first? I think that's the first. That's the very first, very first oh, no. one. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we did have. Uh, we did have one. Yeah. yeah, Selkies. Wait, so that's perfect. Son of nothing and Selkies. Mm. Very good company. Yeah. Very yeah, good absolutely. company. Oh yeah. Man. All right. Um. So we discussed that riff that I just love way too fucking much. We're thirteen minutes in. Plays the riff and then immediately transitions into Ants of the Sky, which mm. you would have no idea because it does not stop. It just goes yeah, on that riff. Yep, seriously. We're in. Um, my teeth taste funny today. <laughs> they seem more jagged than normal. I've been told I've been grinding them like gears during my dream hours. Feel that, brother. I feel wow. that. I wonder if it's just my thoughts fusing into one frequent dream. Man. Mm. Mm. I feel that. that. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. All right. Who wants to who wants to dive into Answer the Sky? Um, I guess I will. They get like I, I like the nice break with the like the riff going into it, um, and it just really sets you up for whatever whirlwind you're about to just take journey into after it kicks off. Because this one's still this one is again just a lot of pummeling. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still and, got its it's still got its uh, a couple soft spots. It's got too many. It, it my, I think it has too many amazing riffs to even count within it. These uh, son of nothing yeah. to answer this guy. It's just, it's just riff, 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 yeah. riff, riff. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not going back. They don't really repeat. There's, there's. I think. See, I'm getting lost in them a little bit. I think they there's a one riff that repeats in one of these. It goes back to it at the end a little bit, but for uh, the most part, I think it's the last one. They're just sli- they're just slamming oh, through yeah. this bastard. And then, you know, I, I question the end of it. Is it, like I said before, is it a comeback of the Redneck Overlord at the so end of the song? We're going to talk uh, about yes. it. So, the this Redneck is, Overlord. This is the bar scene. Um, it has the break the where it Lord. sounds like, uh, you know, they're... Glasses clinking, people cheering. Yeah. A little, like, cantina scene. You get, like, a nice little, like, Texas feel, I guess. It's a It makes me feel like walking into a bar in a Western. Right. I call these parts the yeehaw hoedowns. Yes, they're yeehaw parts. Oh, yeah. Very yeehaw parts. Much yee, many haws. Uh, it looks like by the end of the song, his teeth are back to feeling normal. <laughs> um, but this also has the, the big, beautiful sleep on, fly on, in your mind, you can fly. Yeah. One of the best, in my opinion, one of the best sections that they've ever done, ever. Um, the build up, um, his vocals, it's all it's all so good. Um, anyone else have anything they want to add? This song is just nuts. It like, is. It's, just, it's wild. Yeah, yeah, just the leads in this song are just out of this world constantly. Uh, and the, the sleep on part, like you were saying. Um, yeah. the Like, you could literally, I mean, for, I don't know if it's just because the title's Ants of the Sky, but you could literally put, like, imagery of ants working and going in and out of a hive mm-hmm. and all that. Yeah, and almost, it, oh, it would absolutely. fit. Like, it makes you think of ants like the music does. And he's relentless with his vocals mm-hmm. up until the Constant. sleep on fly on part where they really bring it down. He's pretty in your face still. So they're doing the, they're definitely doing the lighter stuff. Like, why do I always have to scream? He mentions it. Why do I always have to like use harsh vocals? Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, 
he still he still does a lot of it because obviously that's his roots and I know that's his influence too. Uh, but I would say my favorite lyrics out of this song are "Seems the high horse is taking them all home." That's where I, I, can't, <laughs> I can't leave myself out. Why should we sleep today? Why should we be awake tomorrow? Yep. We can just pop back a few and drift through this pre-programmed flight. Yep. Well, that's, like, that's, that's popping back a few. Like, yeah. What are we popping back a few of? Today's mimosas. Whatever you want. Whatever, whatever, whatever you want. Already. Um, yeah, I, I was just about to bring that up, Brad. I love that breakdown. It's got like like a southern rock like right. like feel to it. Um instrumentally, and he's just fucking screaming it out. Um I really like this one. I gave it, I believe, a nine five. I don't know. I'm, I got a lot of things working here. Nine five. My mouse is doing the crap. It's it's doing the thing. I don't know. No. Got a lot of super expensive equipment around here, and the mouse doesn't want to work. <laughs> it's not. It's not a good thing. All right, Dick. What do you think of Ants of the Sky? Ants of the Sky gets a. What am I gonna give it? Let's give it a nine three. It's a. It's. It's a banger. Yes. It e- e- easy banger. Uh, Zach. I'll say nine. Doing a nine. Yeah. Is it a banger? Man. That riff is so damn good. Mm-hmm. Before slamming into prequel to the sequel, we'll get there. Brett, mm-hmm. we're actually flying through this a lot quicker than I would expect. <laughs> we're just we're just all agreeing with each other because we're like, yeah, you're right, that is I mean, good. It, so is this. We're like, yeah, you're right, that <laughs> yeah, is yeah. good. So is yeah. this. Yeah. Wait, oh, the next one is this one good? Oh, it's fucking good. Um, <laughs> so this one's gonna get a nine point six. Nine point six. Like the Moon Man meme. It's all good. Always has been. <laughs> yeah. 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 You really can give this all tens. Was always gonna. <laughs> uh, Chris. All right, this might blow your mind. Nine eight. Whoa. Whoa. Dog. You want to think about it a little more? <laughs> Are you sure it's not a ten? Don't I'm do this for our it. Uh, it, 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 it. I don't know. There, there. I love the song and it's banger, but at the same time, like sometimes it's too much right. for me. Like where it's yeah. just like all the changes and everything. Like I said, that we whirlwind, our- <laughs> it's just like, oh my God, like I need to take a break for a second. Like my mind is fucking blown every we were, time I hear it. We were sitting here looking at the lyrics, like listening along. And yeah, it was about halfway through this. We both look at each other like we're tired. We're like, ah, this Dude. is just fucking relentless. <laughs> like, like bro, pause it, Dog, please. You're need, my brain. I Can you do something digest, else for a moment? Please. Yes. Yeah. All right, so um, after that uh, that wonderful Western bar scene, they rip back into that that riff one more time mm. for taking you out into one of my favorite riffs that any band has ever made ever. The beginning riff of prequel to the sequel. Yes, mm. fire. Mm. Um, Tastes mm. such an epic riff. Mm. Um, it builds the fuck up and then uh, uh, hits it hits somewhat of a plateau, and Dan comes in with a nice little bass line. Um, before just just fucking going down the hill, just he starts hammering away at the drums, um, and you're and we're on a fucking journey with this one. Yeah. Um, there is there's quite a story going on. Uh, I don't know if I could even sum it up really without fucking just reading, uh, just reading through the fucking lyrics. Um, anyone else? I want to jump in before I just start doing a lyric analysis. <laughs> this song is uh, when it first. I mean, I had always. This is like one of the few songs on the album that I had listened to previously before listening to the whole album because of what this song's about. And uh, it, it it never hit me as hard as it did the first time listening to it for this yeah. rank them all. Yeah. So when it 
comes in like directly out of ants of the sky i was like whoa Dude, yeah. i was i was walking into my work area at the exact same time <laughs> and like everything was just hitting the nerves of my body perfectly <laughs> right and like chills and all that shit Great. Yeah, it's because there's no uh, answer. To the sky is just is just kicking ass all through the end, and there's no there's no like uh, it doesn't let you down like informal does. You're still fucking flying high, and that and that first riff of prequel is is uplifting as mm-hmm. fuck. Yeah. Yep. Um, I should say what this is about. This so this is the prequel to the sequel. This song is the prequel to um, Lost Paradise from Silent Circus. Yes. Uh, and flows in. It, it's part of the Parallax story. This introduces a character, though. While it talks about a character that was in Silent Circus, um, or not Silent Circus, Lost Paradise, um, the the character that is part of this Prospect 1. Yes. Who, or no, this is Prospect 2, technically. Um it's he he is one of the characters that the the child or baby in Lost Paradise was talking about, the one that talks too much, and it even mentions it makes that's how you know this is a uh, the prequel to this because it's like I, why am I talking so much? I'm talking so much right yeah. now. I can't control it. Uh, and it just ta- it, it just gives a little more backstory as to what's going on with their paradise. Why is it lost? It's it's talking about their world now. It's being how they destroyed it, letting them into every secret, feeding from every branch, every part used for their lives. Um, before they notice, it all starts to wilt away. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I could yeah I could dive yeah. in here more if anyone else wants to jump in. I got my one favorite verse. I can throw down on this one. I kind of lost where we were at. Um. But uh, it must be human for its qualities seem to outdo even the greenest occupant mm. of the town. Ah, uh, for whatever it is, that verse just boom, it, it hits. It's like Starts shit. to catch the attention it. of the unbranched. It's never experienced this kind of affection before. A wonderful and frightening new obstacle in life. <clears throat> yep. This one is. This is. This is more story driven than I feel like a lot of the other ones are a little more, um, intrinsic, intrinsic kind of, yeah, just kind of, right. Uh, probably going on about, um, uh, observations of the world and whatnot. Whereas this is a, uh, a fictional character. Yes. Even that they're writing about. And you'll, and then, uh, and then he runs with that for fucking a decade afterwards and just keeps, <laughs> always, keeps on pumping it up. I yeah. always loved how he screams um, from a monster to a beauty in quick months. Yep. His life seemed to be yeah. on its way to a rare freedom. It decided it should take advantage of this idea. Of this idea. And then it goes into that riff right there. Yep. Mixture of planting soon took course of its body, a spectacle nonetheless. Walking proud through life, letting its branches guide the way. I love the uh, vocal effects he uses right there. Yeah. A spectacle nonetheless. Yeah. As it, and then the very, uh, the it noticed its wall. The polka yes. part. Yes. <laughs> that is one of my favorite ones to sing along to. Because it's, oh, yeah. it's so silly. It sounds so good. But, it, but it keeps your attention. Like it. Uh, I think we've kind of glazed over it, but there was a part like that earlier. 
which the, caused the, it. I think it was in, um, I want to say Informal Gluttony or something. One of those songs earlier where it's, La 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 just, just the, scooching through, t- sucking in all, it, sucking it in the sunlight. Mm-hmm. It's a real high. It's a real high. There are yeah. lyrics that Two aren't sung, away. though. Yes. In parentheses, they have, they will see this lost perfection. It will come back around. Will the newborn live to tell this story? Rewind. I, I get it now. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah. Light bulb. Right. Well, uh, Brett, why don't you start us off with your rank? I'm going to give this one a 9.4. 9.4. Healthy. It is a, a very healthy song, too. That's pretty much your average, 9.4. Oh, yeah. It's super healthy. Zach, what do you think? Uh, so healthy, I would give it a 10. Ooh. It's very good for the health. Very <laughs> nourished. <laughs> yes. Dick, prequel to the sequel. Lay it on us. 10. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Um, do it. Chris? 10. Alright. Do it. That wasn't a mistake, because mine is also <laughs> This is one of the first ones that I that I really, really liked off the album. It's the oh, one yeah. uh for a while I would I would start there. Yeah. Really? I would start a prequel and then listen to Viridian into White Walls. Um yeah. Yeah, because that's one of the I love it a lot. Uh, yeah. I love it a lot. This one is not like if I were to pick other songs on the album, I'd pick Yeah, I definitely agree with Nick. Prequel to the sequel, transition to Viridian, transition to White Walls is just fucking epic. Beyond proportions. So, uh, we have our first, only, instrumental of the album, right after prequel, um, Viridian. This is uh, Dan Briggs going to town. Um, Lots of bass. Uh, It's fucking awesome. It's it's very slow. It's not, it never gets fast or heavy. Um, It's just nice, smooth transition. It is giving you just a few moments to breathe, yeah. catch up, because the last song totally whoops your ass Let you for the vast majority of it. Yeah, um, yeah your first and only break comes yeah. uh, an hour into the album, pretty much. Right. Fine, we'll finally <laughs> give you guys a break and then whoop your ass some more. Here, here, we're done blowing your mind. Just kidding. Yep. Um, oh, LOL, JK. Seems not instrumental, and I'm not. I'm not some college trained musician who could break things down uh much more uh i don't really have much else to say about it i think it's a perfect transition from um the wild ride that is prequel to the sequel into it it builds up to the opening riff of white mm-hmm. walls which isn't like a it's not an ass kicking riff it's yeah. a pummel like a like it's a pump up. We're here, here we go. Like mm-hmm. we're on the final stretch here. The, you can yeah. see the circle pit forming. It feels oh, like it for feels sure like the final stretch. You're like, like at, by the time it starts getting to the pump up riff, you literally see the crowd dispersing. They're ready. They know. And then oh, as yeah. soon as it hits, the, that's yep. when the circle starts. Um. So let's see. How long is is reading? It's relatively it's two long. or three minutes. Yeah, it's two and a half. I think it's a yeah. nice build up. Two minutes even. Almost two, two minutes well. even. Yep. Um. Despite that, I still gave it a ten. Um, it's, I, I think it's, it's totally wonderful. Uh, Dick. I mean, I'm going to give it a 10 as well, simply because I can't 
listen to the next song without it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You can't have one without the other. My Walls is better for having Viridian in front of it. Oh, 100%. 100%. And on that note, 10. All right. Brett. 9.75. And Chris. 10. We're, uh, <laughs> see, some might, might argue that we're being lazy at this point, but no, we're just no, getting no, into the fucking, this is the steak. Yeah, this <laughs> is what fucking, this is the main course. This is the meat and potatoes, yeah. motherfucker. We this is been, it. We've been on a fucking ride, and we have finally arrived at the final track off of the Pinned Bear to Meets Colors album, White Walls. Mm. Um, we could, I could read through every single lyric, because every single part of it is so good. Oh, Very yeah. first line, the monsters are made, and we have proven that we will be one of them. The horrors take I the stage. I love that line so that, much. It's, it's it. That's it. It's That's so yeah. good. Yeah. I have one note for this entire song. Perfect. It, uh, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Nothing needs to be said. It's just an all-out amazing song from riffs to melodies to vocals with a perfect ending to an album. Yes, this is like the perfect oh song God. for the culmination of the album in, in the sense that it's both one, the culmination, but also like it's just it's worth its weight in gold. Like it, oh, yeah. it is the defining moment in this album for me. You arrive there and you, you arrive at the final song. It feels like it's the last song and it's in every single part of it is the best fight. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. 100%. Um, and was there, anyone else have anything that you want to add before I just dive into how much I love the lyrics? Because there's so many good ones. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, where do you want to start? Um, like, uh, don't show them how you truly are. Yes. Who would want honesty? Yeah. Who would want a group of people one can relate with? Don't show um, them how you truly are. It's fucking... It's so good. It's, mm-hmm. such, a, it's such a fucking uh, stab at, at the way that people interact with each other nowadays. I love the touch um, on. I love the touch on the um, uh, the religion aspect. We need worship. We need devotion. Becoming gods from the image that is thrown out of their everyday lives to comfort. Uh, become. Yeah, he repeats that. It's not a musical journey anymore. They chose Camilla, and we stood by her the entire time. Then back into what we were talking about earlier: monotonous expression, a forced replica of a tired sound yep. puppets for a greed driven carnival the same charade as the passing years forced me out there um i like how it's a okay so it's it's not a musical journey anymore they chose camilla we chose by her the or we stood by her the entire time um referring to that camilla road song about the yep they chose oh, that's they the chose, one that's about the they, about chose, the sex industry thing and and they're upset that they're not getting that anymore. What right here? They, they want, want to, to be, be fed, fed a simple replication of past greatness. Yeah. Step back, evaluate, recognize, evaluate. We just need to throw some new ideas in. It'll eventually get out of this closed off circle we are part of. Yep. It yeah, is. Yes. It is perfect. Is, yeah. Perfect encapsulation. Of what this album is the, for them as a band. And for the yeah. music scene as a whole. Yes. Yeah. Like for all these, We're getting all these out of this snobby, close-off circle. These snobby people that think they're better than you in the music scene. Like, yep. And no one wants like, to hear that shit. No one wants that pretty shit mixed in with their heavy shit. They're like, like, what kind of close-off circle are you in? Yeah. Like, and guess what? Why don't you break out of that close-off circle for once? Like, instead of your monotonous repetition, why don't you experience something new? Um, who was, I think, Kerrang! or Loudwire. I was reading one of their reviews, and they said that they inexplicably changed progressive metal. 
more than any other band ever with this one album. Oh, it just yeah. came out. People are like, I could agree. Damn. Boom. Like, what? Yeah. Got to step well, up our I game. I agree. Um, and they aptly said, we will be remembered for this. Yep. No lie there. Um, I saw in the uh, Wikipedia document that this album received a ton of accolades from many, many different news, like uh, magazines. Yeah. Everyone loved it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Except, oh, yeah. The, except the people who are diehard uh, oh, well, self-titled fans. Fuck them. Um, so you get into, um, you get, you're getting stomped and stomped and stomped. We get down to um, uh, the step back is slowing it down. Step. Back, step, back, step. Then it it just fucking stops. Builds up into, that's where you get the, we just need to throw some new ideas in. It builds up and it builds up and builds up until it explodes. Um, We just got a couple more lines that we will remember. This is what we we will be remembered for this. Yells out some white walls for a minute before they go to fucking town. Six Mm -hmm. minutes of insane fucking shredding. All the slutty riffs you can think of. We get to the riff comes back. Yep. Riff comes back. We got the fucking the colors expand back out one more time. Um, they get the chant going when you listen to it live. This is when they get the White Walls chant mm-hmm. going. Um, with that final riff of the album, which is just so fucking good that I'm I'm not gonna try to mouth it before the guitar solo. Uh-huh. Which yep. um, the thing about the guitar solo is it's not even terribly long. But it's so good. <laughs> it, yeah, it melts and, your brain. And it gets it. It gets um. You got the the crazy solo going while he's doing the fastest blast beats he's done on the whole album. Um, and then at the very end when it all just breaks again, just you feel like it feels like the end of the album. You feel like you broke through the final wall. Uh, you just beat the final boss. Um, and then it just slides back into the piano part from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, love that piano yep. part too. And that's where, that's where, like I said earlier, like I would listen to this album and like I'd hear that piano outro. And then the next thing I knew it was like the next key for the intro. Right. right. And it's right. like, <laughs> I, we're here again. I guess we'll just listen to it again. See the piano. Which we yeah. just did. We, we oh, listened to it earlier. Arm. And it's like, yeah. we'll, we'll just go listen to the live version now. Yeah. <laughs> right. The piano, that, that, for some reason, it always reminds me of uh, Son of Nothing. Like, okay. it, I, I almost feel like it's, it's a callback slash call forth for. I mean, Son I would nothing. say the, 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 uh, I'm floating towards the sun part. They're able to kick. They, yeah. they, it's they definitely no homage. Yeah, they're able to. Yeah. I I tried to watch a couple of videos of a dude that, that breaks that broke everything down riff wise and by the chords on how they wrote everything, and it's it's fucking mind blowing where they just sprinkle parts that sound familiar. So that so that's what makes it feel like one long continuous mm-hmm. experience is because they add those little parts. Subliminally, you, know, you don't think about it. But it's definitely right. there. Yeah. Right. Well, then you, then we go later. Like we're skipping a little bit, but when you get to Parallax Two, there's a ton of that. Yeah. Oh sure. Yeah. Oh sure. Lyrical callbacks, riff callbacks. Yep. Like it's all there. They they definitely. Uh, this definitely is their jumping off mistake. point into a fucking what appears to be an endless pool because they they keep they keep pumping this stuff out and they keep making it more cohesive. And it's yeah. magical. I'm still surprised with every album that has come out after this one. Yeah, yeah. Like this one was They're like in their own ways. This one oh, was yeah. like, all right, cool. They found their sound. Then it's like, yeah, we kind of changed it a little bit. And I'm like, oh, I don't know if I'm gonna like that. And then they put it out, and I'm like, ooh, I like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I remember. Uh, I'm sure we'll talk about it more when we get too coma kleptic. But before it was mm-hmm. coming out, Nick, you're like, I'm not sure. You're like, you said it was like 80 clean vocals, and I'm like, good. Let's fucking hear yeah. it. 
I'm down for that. Yeah. 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 Every day. I, I thought a couple couple months ago, I was like, yeah, I don't really think I liked Coma that much. And then I'm listening to it. I'm like, then why do oh, I, I know every word to every song and every riff? <laughs> yeah. Seriously. So that was okay, a lie. Fine. Okay, fine. <laughs> I just like it more than I thought I did. You <laughs> got me. <laughs> um, so uh, with all that being said, I obviously gave it a 10. Uh, yeah. Put him across the board. I, I, yeah, I think. Obviously. <laughs> Do we even have to say it? Actually, you <laughs> know, like, I'm speaking for everyone. Chris, don't be a stu- ten, don't be stupid. Ten, yeah, it's his head. Yeah. You know, he's gonna no, try to it, give it a twelve or something. I mean, I mean, I'll I mean it's like an option. Like a Twenty. No. But, okay. 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 I mean, okay. Well, apparently, you can get a thousand. Why can Brett do a ten ten? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm Brett special. <laughs> yeah. All right, there it is. Here's our third. Our third perfect ten. Two perfect ten on one album. Hey, I don't think that even happened with Metallica. Could have been a uh, four on one album, but I'm sorry, I screwed that up for everyone. It kind of did, you but it's okay. Piece of shit. We <laughs> uh, twice. Yeah, we, we absolutely blew every other album out of the water. Our average yeah. for this was nine point five. Ooh, yeah. yeah, that sounds about right. And, and I and I personally held back. <laughs> I could probably go in there and bump some of this. I did. Up. I did a little bit too. Like I, I don't. I, that's why I didn't give everything a perfect ten. Like it has its yeah. reasons. It's not. But I, thought, I, I felt really weird having five perfect songs on this album but i was like i couldn't possibly not yeah i held back a little bit myself i might have been able to bump sun down just a touch but i was like no if i don't have to i don't i'm not gonna no no answer this guy like for that was like really outside of the opening answer this guy that was just like one where it was just like fucked with it, like it, where i had almost have to take a break at certain points in it we were just, scared for a minute yeah where it's just like man like i i really just need Whew, I need to regain myself real mm-hmm. quick, which I love it. But at the same time, it's like, man, it's part of a thing where it's just like, shit, the fact that I have to take that break for myself, it's like, man, I love this song. Yeah, it's just, I probably could give it a 10 still, but mm-hmm. uh, the fact like, uh, it's we, too uh, mind-blowing sometimes. It's just a giant slingshot probably easily. Are Nick and Zach, or, or yeah, are you guys the exact same? Oh no, Zach's a little off. I saw six six two five on yeah. yours, Nick, but he's got six five six two five. Nick came in with the uh, least generous ratings at a, which is crazy, nine point three eight. That's crazy because this <laughs> this album. So uh, much like the beginning of this whole podcast, rank of rank them all. Master of Puppets was kind of like the idea behind the whole thing. Yeah. I wanted to. I wanted to go back to Master of Puppets and see if I liked it better than I originally did because yeah. my my taste has changed. And then, so, of course, I loved Master of Puppets this time around. This is another one of those albums that I was looking forward to because this is an album that I was always told, dude, you got to listen to it. You got to listen to it. It's fucking perfect. And it never hit me right the first time. I figured when, when it was the 10-year anniversary when we all went, I was like, I'm going to go to that because maybe I'll connect with it live. Mm-hmm. While I enjoyed that show, I didn't connect with it still. I was like, okay, Weird. it was a fun show. Yeah, I I'm trying so hard, guys. I experienced it, whatever. And then here we are again, and I'm like, and after like the first two listens, I was like, oh my god. There it's, it is. It's, it's there. There it is. <laughs> That's it. It finally that, that clicked with me. That light bulb finally kicked yeah. on full yeah. blast. <laughs> and it's like one of those badass like Bluetooth light bulbs that you can change the color to. Right. Just because of colors. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, I see what you did there. So like that that just makes it so much more meaningful to me, this album. Like oh. I'm glad that it finally clicked. And like I, I came in here with so much to say and then just hearing you like I haven't got to hear you guys really talk about it, so I'm just like I'm gonna sit back and just listen. 
<laughs> yeah, and, and I, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm excited that that was pretty much no notes for me. I was just yeah. like, nope, I yeah. just fucking love this shit. And I'm just gonna, <laughs> I just needed the reminders because, because like in the middle there, like I told you, so I'm nothing against this guy. I'm like, I know I really like this one part, but I can't honestly distinguish what song it's in because it all right. because it all that's just blends. My yeah, just yeah, that's my so problem. I can I can figure out every I know where everything else transitions, but that's probably I finally get it. For me, With that's the probably the I didn't realize that that one riff that repeats in White Walls never was the last, the last thing of Son of Nothing. I'll show you in a minute. And you'll be like, oh, yeah. That, yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> I've not put that together, but I'm really uh, deaf when it comes to picking up stuff like that. Sometimes I'm not too good at it every now and then. So you're gonna love it when I point out. You're like, oh my god. Yep. <laughs> yep. I'm sure I will. Uh, does anybody have anything else they want to add? Banger. Whole thing, yeah, one hundred percent. This has easily entered into like my my regular rotation. Yeah, it's uh, it's phenomenal, and I I love listening to it every which way. Um, you can definitely tell um between the right the the original recording and the re uh, mastered version. Um, for me, it's mostly vocals. It feels like yeah, like he, he turned vocals up in different parts. Mm-hmm. I think right? the remastered definitely sounds a lot better. You think so? Oh yeah, I mean because that's what I was. <laughs> originally listening to and then i got fed up with having to have internet connection on my phone mm-hmm. so i was like I, I have it on my computer i'll just put it on there yeah. and i've been listening to it. i was like sounds just barely off and by off i mean just different different it, it's still fine it's still perfect it's still awesome mm-hmm. um and then and it doesn't happen terribly often but the live versions are amazing they're just as good the only thing i'll say it so there is a criticism the only thing i don't like is uh white walls when tommy does the thing where he's shaking his head you don't like that i don't like it see i've done that on stage myself (laughs) it's just something you in the moment you're like i'm gonna do this well so that's constantly you watch those videos and like you like you you we're talking about the build-up to white walls yeah they are we are 60 some minutes into this album and yeah, of course, he's like, we are fucking over the hill now. This is the final stretch. So I totally get where he's coming from. We'll, we'll have to go and watch it. When they hit, after the guitar solo, the very end of White Walls, where it's, it's flying off into the sky, the smile on Dan Briggs' face <laughs> lights up my life. He <laughs> he is so fucking happy. They're all on stage just fucking just getting it, like smiling. They look so happy. I'm like, guys... I am just as fucking happy as you are because it <laughs> oh, does man. feel the, triumphant is the word like at the end of White Walls when they finally reach it. You're like, man, what a fucking journey. So I think that's a pretty good place to wrap it. Yeah. yeah. I think that pretty much sums it up. Guys, that was a lot of fun. Um, this album this kind of was fun. the, I feel like we were all, all really Waiting. looking forward to getting here. Um, but honestly, because I know that I feel like a lot of us haven't, uh, a lot of you <laughs> haven't delved into the latter part of the discography as much. Um, and I'm super, super excited. Um, that being said, next time we will have one of the most interesting albums they've ever put out in a very yeah. good way. The Great Misdirect. It is, um, it is its own beast. It, it stands mm-hmm. out as one of the most unique albums they've ever done. Um, six songs. I think it's still over an hour. Um, with our longest song, I believe it's 18 minutes. Yeah. yeah. It's um, the longest song in their discography. So, uh, the next one is going to be a whole hell of a lot of fun too. Um, thank you guys again, Dick, Brett, Chris, Zach. No problem. We did it. We oh, did. Hell yeah, brothers. Yeah.
We got a long way to go still. I'm excited for every single moment of it. Until next time, we'll catch you again on Between the Bear to Me. Frank them all. Frank them all. Yeah. <laughs> Give it to me. Rank them again. <laughs>